Introducing the Aging Room Quattro Nicaragua JR 50th. One of the highest rated cigars in the industry is now available in a special rounded torpedo size. Celebrate our 50th anniversary in style with this iconic limited edition smoke, only available at JRCigars.com. Get ready for Smoke Night Live with Massa Sensei. Back on the air, it's Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, Smoke Night Live, episode 304. 304. 304. That's, a good that's We're going well, exponential. Yeah, we're going to so add... The next one will be 308. We're going to add 3%. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're going to add 3% every show. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, uh, 304. Uh, psyched to be in the 300s, Jordan. That's uh, quite an accomplishment. Exponential. If you are watching live, uh, please feel free to share the show to your timeline. Uh, it does help us a lot. Spreads the word and whatnot. Give us a thumbs up, a like. If you're if you're listening later on Facebook or I mean on uh, YouTube or Spotify or any of those, please please give us a rating. All those things help. They it's it's all some sort of weird algorithm, and the more people like it, the more. You know, the higher up it ranks. It's science. It's science. It's basic math. Yeah. yeah. And we are sitting here with none other than Emmett Malone from blindmanspuff.com. Hello. Emmett, are you ready to we test? Call him, uh, we call him Emmettito. Emmettito. Uh, Jordan's the only one that calls me that. <laughs> 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 Nobody oh. else does. <laughs> but it's fine. Okay. Emmett's not only the owner and operator of blindmanspuff.com, but... One of the finest power forwards in hmm. the Sunday Hockey League. <laughs> in uh, uh-huh. in uh, Lakewood, Colorado. In Lakewood, yeah. Colorado. Hey, baby. I mean, we <laughs> we got we won our first playoff game. And we then, did. If and we'd had one more person that just showed up, yeah. we would have been we, solid. We, we, had, we were very short on manpower. Mm. And, the, and we, we would have owned the team that made... It to the championship. So ah. If we'd gotten that far, we would have taken we the yeah. whole stink. Because we ended thing. up playing the number one seed in the final game before the championship. Yep. And we almost beat them anyways. Yeah, we were just too gassed. We were too gassed. And then I got hurt. Yeah. I pulled didn't, a, didn't like two people get hurt? Like it was just a. Yeah. Jordan got hurt for a second. Or? Well, and, and what. And, um, when I get hurt, it's only takes a second. Yeah, you have Wolverine healing powers. I, I ripped a hammy. I ripped a hammy. Yeah. And I've been hobbling around ever since. <laughs> it was a pretty gruesome injury. <laughs> oh god, I thought I thought for sure that I, me and I, Emmett had to wheel you off the rink. We did. Yeah. I thought that so my hamstring was guy. in two pieces. Yeah, turned out from the way it it looked, that's what I would have guessed. It turned out that I'm gonna I'm 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 being very careful with it, Emmett. I'm I'm gingerly, but you're gonna pull through. I'm I'm get, trying to get ready for this Sunday's game. It's the start of a brand new season. I have to. I got to be there. I'm looking forward to it, but we need yeah, uh, yeah. we need more people. We do, we do. It's it's very difficult. So we got a lot to talk about, but let's get right, right into the first cigar. So here's how these shows work. Uh, we've done a few of these. These are always fun. We're gonna blind, um, and when I say blind, I don't mean we're gonna blindfold ourselves. But I am. That'd be cool though. Uh, Emmett has prepared for me and Jordan 
Um, two cigars. Here they are. Two Each cigars. two different cigars. There's two different four cigars total for these guys. So Jordan's got two Imagine different if we cigars just the same than me. Cigar back to back. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and um, so we'll start with um, we'll start with one, and, and then we we brought two for Emmett. So he's going to. So here's the deal. Uh, he d- we don't know. These could be any cigar. So he has to uh, smoke it during. We're going to give each cigar 25 minutes, and and then you'll give it a rating between. One in a hundred, and then at the end of each one, we'll reveal what it was. So it's sort of a test of palates, kind of. I mean, you know, like it could be a uh, a forty dollar cigar that everybody thinks is great, and you give hey. it a seventy two. Hey, it happens. It happens, right? Or or vice versa, that kind of thing. So let's get into the first cigar right now. I'm going to start with uh, mine. Uh, it's a very dark. It's funny, like all five out of six of these cigars are like the exact same size. Yeah, it's very close. Uh, mine uh, is a Toro. It's very toothy. It's we ha- oh wait, you have a you got cigar. a different one, different yeah. cigar. So okay, yeah. Mine actually has a clay sort of hue to it. In other words, mm. it's brown, but it also has like grays. You can see that it's like gray sheen to it when you, especially when you can compare it with this really yeah, red. I see. I see what you're saying. With this really red, like you hold them together, you can really see like the gray sheen to it. All right, so boys, uh, as soon as Jordan starts the the timer, right. we will cut and light and get this thing going. Tell me when it's going, Jordan. Oh, it's going. Let's go. All right, here we go. We're already behind. So we are going to cut and light cigar, blind cigar number one, and see what it's all about. I, this always makes me nervous doing these. Um, oh, you got Facebook going over there. That's why. Um, these always make me. Uh, you just turn the sound down on that tab. That that tab. Anyways, you'll have to figure that out. That's what that is because you're getting the questions ready, right? We're all gonna do some audience participation questions too. Tonight, let you guys have some fun. Because, you know, who wants to just watch people smoke cigars? It's just kind of boring. So we'll do some fun audience participation questions as we get, get going. All right. I can tell you right now, this cigar feels like uh, paper mache. It's very solid. Not a lot of squish. There's no squish in it. Mine's got kind of like a like a matte finish almost. It's not very, not very shiny, which is interesting. Um, pretty standard brown-looking wrapper, though. Um, it's got some, it's got some zing, it's got some zing right off the bat. Emmett, a little, little pepper, a little pepper, yeah, a little pepper, um, yeah, it's got some strength Ooh. to it right off the bat. That second sure. puff there is really good. All right, I think I got it lit properly. Ooh, yeah, this one's got a little kick to it. I think. Yeah, I, I didn't bring any uh, sticks that are messing around for you guys. So mm, okay, well that's good We're to know. We're jumping in hard. We're jumping in hard. All right, so uh, we've got 23 minutes to go on these bad boys. But, hey, uh, Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest was uh, yes less, well, about you know, just a little less than a month ago. Yeah. And, Emmett, you guys, Blind Man's Puff, uh, did your yearly, that's two years now that you've been doing so this. So now we can call it annual. We right. can call it annual, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> Randy. Uh, we can call it annual. Second annual. Um, where are you at Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest? Hand out cigars that have been the bands have been taken off and you hand them out for free yes. to the people walking around at Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. They smoke it and they rate it. Mm-hmm. And so how many cigars did you do uh this this year? So we gave out exactly eleven hundred cigars. Oof. And I I know for a fact <laughs> that 
Emmett was in, uh, if, if he never had to ban another cigar in his life. It was pretty intense. It was like <laughs> a week solid of just like two or three hours a day just unbanning. I enlisted my wife for a lot of it, so she was a trooper. But Now, how many different manufacturers were involved in, in that? 14. So we had 14 different companies okay. sent cigars. Uh, each only sent one. Uh, we simplified it from the previous year, a previous event, which was two years ago, uh, where some people sent, you know, two. We we wanted to keep it simple, have them send, like, just one of a lot of that cigar instead. Right. Simplify. So what did we... Did you hand them all out? Yeah, every one of them. Every yeah, one the, of them. The first year we did it, we had a few left over just because people... Uh, there wasn't, you know, quite as much traffic as we would have liked, and, you know, we... But this year we just killed it. Like people, people were talking about it that had been there the previous year. They were like, "Oh, I got to come by and get this early before they run out of the good stuff." Emmett, like, what have you done? Crazy. What have you? I know. What I have s- you started? I started something. Like, <laughs> it, it, it was. There wasn't a single time where the booth wasn't slammed. Like I never ate. I never. I I went to wow. the bathroom one time. Just and that was and you didn't even, and you didn't even leave the booth. No, you just went no, to the just bathroom right in the rocks. <laughs> right in the rocks. <laughs> so what did we learn, Emmett? What What was some of the? Uh, can you? Can you? Glean anything from the results? Yeah, it was pretty interesting. Yes, um, so that we had uh, 14 different cigars. The highest rated cigar uh, was actually the one that we got the latest. I was actually banding it with Zane the night before. Oh, we, I know what that is. Yeah, because Espinosa didn't mail it to yeah. us. They were like, oh, we'll just give it to you at the festival. We were like, oh, great, Oof. thanks. Uh, but it worked out. Uh, I got the highest score. It was the uh, Espinosa Murcielago. Wow. Merci that got the highest yeah. high score. Do you know what that score was? 92. Wow. Which is pretty dang good for like, you know, the 25, 30 people that are all reading that thing and they're all giving it 90s. That's super impressive. So the Espinosa Murcielago yeah. ranked the highest. I don't, I know, I. I'm, I don't know. Did you bring all the results? Yeah, or? yeah, I've got oh. them here. Um, I I didn't want to put you on the spot. Yeah, there, no. But so the, uh, let's let's run them. D- let's run down how they finished. All right. So the I'll tell you the lowest one next, which is super surprising. Uh, the Hoya de Nicaragua Antonio, Connecticut. Really? It was the lowest? The 80, CT like eighty six. Yeah. Hmm. And that one. Uh, let's see. The next lowest one was the Davidoff uh, Avo Bellicosa, which was super surprising, eighty seven. Okay. So. Yeah, that Here, let me kind of run through uh, the results. Here. Yeah, let's let's hear how they uh, ranked. All right. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I mean that that Antonio CT that that one cigar of the year from Half Wheel. I know I really like yeah, that. Yeah, I cigar. thought it was great. Yeah, yeah just, I think for whatever reason at the festival, stronger cigars do better. Well, uh, and you you know you've been smoking. Yeah, all exactly. Day the the Connecticut's not going to cut through right. the the fourth cigar of the day for you necessarily, but. It probably scores higher for the people that took it home and then did it later, but um, the majority of the people submitted it during the festival. So we had about 290 people total submit the reviews, mm. um, and about 210 or so of those were during the festival, which was super impressive. Right. All right, let's hear the All rest. Right, so the El Artista Buffalo 10 Connecticut is a fairly new cigar, uh, 88. Now are we going bottom to top? We're going, yeah. So we ordered okay. them 1 through 14 uh Mildest to strongest, basically. So we had them in order and, and let people pick, like, okay. based on your preference. You know, do you want a stronger, milder cigar? So that's really the only thing people knew about it, just because mm-hmm. the first year we did it kind of uh, helter-skelter, and just, you know, people didn't know what to which number to get. They were like, I don't know, what's the difference? So we kind of mm. gave them a little something to go off of this okay. time. So the uh, the that's cheap cigar. The LRT stick got an 88. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. The Hoya de Nicaragua talked about that, 86. Uh Avo Bellicoso, 87. Alec Bradley Kintsugi, 90. 
Okay. It's a pretty good score. It's a good score. And Diesel Esteli Piro, 89. Okay. Christoph Corojo Limitada, 90. That's a good score. Drew State Undercrown 10, 91. A solid 91. S- solid score. Wow, you were giving away the Undercrown 10. Yeah, that's what they said. Jeez. Yeah, I know. That's legit. They uh, they stepped up the game, yeah. yeah. So let's see what else we got here. And, and that's a good score. Heck, 91, right? Yeah, that's a good score. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, surprisingly, a lot of these tied at 91, so there's a um, like a four or five-way tie for second place. Uh, J.C. Newman, Perla Del Mar, Corojo, 91 also. And that's another like $6 cigar? Yeah, that's another budget cigar. Yeah. Agnorsleaf, Guardian of the Farm, Nightwatch, 91 also. Okay. Yeah, it's a shocking amount of 91s. Okay. Uh, Asylum, 13, Medulla, Almagada, 88. Mm, I would have thought that might get higher. Yeah, you would think that would have uh, been a crowd pleaser, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, let's it's not, see. A, not a terrible score. No, no. No. Miami and Company, Don Lino, Africa, 88. Okay. Foundation Charter, Oak Habano, 89. Mm. Hiram and Solomon, Grand Arctic... Grand Architect, ninety one. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. That took the highest score last year. Mm. Uh, I forget which cigar it was, but maybe the Shriner. It was uh, yeah. That one got like a ninety two or three last year, and then we're back at the uh, Espinosa, so ninety two. Wow. So do you uh, the, you contact the companies and tell them how they did that kind of thing or? Uh, not yet. I'm. No. <laughs> I've been uh, dragging my feet on writing this big <laughs> article summarizing oh, okay. everything, and so. Oh yeah, that's. So this cool. is actually the first place to reveal the results. Besides, like if you ah. went to the if you went to the um, breaking news. Yeah, breaking news. Uh, do any of those surprise you? Maybe more than another. Yeah, I mean the the Avo getting the second lowest was was pretty shocking. I mean, again, it's a really light cigar, so it probably just doesn't cut through the mm-hmm. the noise, but. Yeah, I mean, even the Espinosa, the Murcielago, I really like that cigar, but I wouldn't have guessed it would have got you know the number one spot. So the guys when they when they rate it, they have a little form that they go and fill out, and yeah, it's just a little QR code uh, that we put in the bag with the cigar, pops up on your phone, and it just asks you basically what number did you smoke, uh, what score do you give it, what are your you know sentence or two of notes that you thought about it, um, and then it tells you what it was. Now Quinn. Uh, Jordan Quinn, uh, back in the audience there, he was part of that whole huge thanks to Quinn. He was part of that whole. We deal. had no idea how crazy it would be, and Quinn really stepped up and helped us out in the booth. So thank you, Quinn. Uh, what was that experience like for you? It was a madhouse. Yeah, <coughs> literally from the time VIP got in till six o'clock. Nice. It was a madhouse. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, we came and visited you guys a couple times. You guys were 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 just yeah, banging. It was. It, it came in like these surges, but yeah. the surges never had breaks between them. We brought you guys a bunch of burritos. Yeah, we did get yeah. burritos. <laughs> Thank God for that, because <laughs> I, I would have actually died if I had yeah. not. That was the only food I had the entire day. By the way, day. those were thanks to Joe Helsley. Yeah. Uh, he brought those that morning. Thank you, Joe. Yeah. No, so. th- those came in clutch because the Omni food did not. So. Uh, <laughs> Quinn, any of those cigars That's surprise nice you uh, as the way they finished? Does anything jump out at you? I think that Hoya de Nicaragua scoring as low as it did was surprising because it is such a good cigar. Yeah. Um, but the Murcielago, we had a lot of people come up. They they like that full body heavy. Yeah, I'd say at least like three quarters of people are like, oh, just give me the strongest one you got. Yeah, so one like, to 14. Give me 14. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, Jordan, uh, you've lit up your your cigar. What do you... Uh, what are you experiencing so far? And it wasn't jacking around. This thing's got some beef <laughs> to it. <laughs> uh, super, super toothy. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty dark Maduro range. Um, near full. It's. It might be full strength. It's near full strength. Near full body. Um, 
Some good flavor to it. Uh, kind of bitter, sweet, espresso, earth kind of realm right now. Liking it. All right. I'm going to say mine has now developed some, uh, some real earthy notes. I'm getting some like that, uh, you know, uh, wet concrete after a, a rain, a spring rain, and you get that kind of wet concrete smell, you know, from the minerals in the water. I'm getting that out of this. What are you getting out of out of yours, Emmett? It's really nice. I'm getting some some cedar and maybe like some uh, coffee or espresso. It's really nice. Okay. All right, folks. So we will continue to blind smoke these for another 14 minutes. We got some questions we're going to throw out. These are uh, some sort of random questions that we tend to talk a lot about in the studio between the fellas. So we thought we'd throw these questions out to the audience and see what they say. All right. And, and how they react to these sort of random questions. So the first one goes like this. And this is sort of topical for you, Emmett. Sure, sure. Um, if you had to lose one of these senses, yep. which one would you be willing... Now, obviously, you wouldn't want to lose any of these senses. No. But if you had to give up one of these following senses, uh, which one would you give up? So you could either give up the, your sense of sight your sense of smell, your sense of taste, or your hearing. Now, there's actually one more sense, which is the sense of touch, but we can only do four. <laughs> we can only do four. <laughs> a maximum. We can only do four <laughs> answers. So. I've heard of guys that have one more. So, uh, yeah, that could be. Bruce Willis. Um, <laughs> but anyways. Dead people. Now, Emmett, out of those, and, and the, the folks can start voting now, right, Jordan? Yep. Um, because we want to we want to see what the people say. But Emmett, which of those would you? So that that's definitely a tough one. If I if I wasn't like in the cigar business, I probably would say uh, smell. <laughs> but but because that's a huge part of cigars, I probably have to go with uh, hearing. I guess because at mm. least if you you know if you can see, you can at least still get around and like you can drive and you can communicate with people with you know uh, you know t- written text. Um, but what about now? Uh, th- the worst part would be like the music, right? Shouldn't like, we oof. have? Yeah. Shouldn't you have gotten rid of either smell or taste and done gone with another one because that's mm. the same? They are they are the kind of linked. Well, I mean, those are the actual senses. So I went with what's the what's the fifth I w- one? I went with the <laughs> touch. Okay. Touch sense of touch. I don't know how you would lose that. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go with touch. I don't Cause know because then you'd be like a superhero. Like if you don't experience pain, like yeah, you can't go with know. you can't go with the sense of touch. <laughs> it's not. It's not a. I would also agree. I think I'd go with hearing. Yeah. Uh, even though, like, I'm so I, I really I'm a music oriented guy, and that would be that'd be rough for me. But um, yeah, man, like I couldn't. I I lost my sense of smell and taste. Yeah, pretty brutal. When I got COVID for like three straight months. Yeah. And that sucked. And yeah. It was terrible. Yeah, I mean, if you keep sight and lose hearing, you can at least still watch movies and TV. Like, right. I, that's, a, that's a huge part of, you know, stuff I do with my family. And yeah, I could still do it. Jordan, uh, any uh, any difference there? What would you say? Hearing. So we're you, we're unanimous, right? What? <laughs> uh, funny. Oh God, Jordan, you're funny. All right, what's the audience saying on this one? You want to know the the results? Yeah, let's hear it. Let's what where do we got? All right, let's take a gander. I'm curious. All right, in last place, no, uh, is taste. Oof, three percent. Mm. Everybody wants that. Sense All the cigar smokers. I, who, <laughs> who are the three? Who is the three? That three percent? <laughs> what I want to know. These fair weather cigar people. Uh, then is sight. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on oh, a second. Sorry, Matt. I said smell. You said smell. Really. 
Okay. I mean, I guess if you if you can in this theoretical scenario, you can still taste. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. In reality, you wouldn't be able to taste. Yeah, it'd be tough. I don't know. You would just feel uh, you would just feel sensations on certain areas of your tongue. All right, Jordan. So wait, what was you? Yeah, you can talk into the microphone if you need to. <laughs> And Matt's oh. barking <laughs> stuff over. <laughs> <here. laughs> what did you say, Matt? If you can still taste, you at least have that experience on the tasting. You, once the food's in your mouth, you're not smelling it 80% of it. You're just you're still tasting it. All right. I think the smell is giving you all the taste. No, I, I, no, think, I think there's there's definitely... Uh, I mean, they're, they are intertwined. There's no, there's I mean, no doubt. Haven't you ever had a cold and you can't, uh, you can't smell, and so you, anything you eat... I've never had a cold. You can't taste it. Well, that's that's true. All right, so Jordan, what do we got after hearing? Okay, so it was taste, then sight. What? Where'd you go with hearing? You said that was the lowest. No, I didn't. I said, oh, said taste, and then I said sight is eight percent. Oh, right, we're going lowest to highest. Sorry, yeah. Then, and I skip over to the winner. Okay, which is smell. So smell (laughs) is the one that people would give up. Which sense would you lose if you had to smell? Wow, that one won? What? Interesting. <laughs> and then hearing. Oh, dang. Huh. That's a bit of I a guess, shocker. I guess we're all wrong in the studio here, well, except uh, Matt. Yeah. The smell is, that's the, 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 that's the biggie right there wow. for us I, smokers. I, I suppose, yeah. I'm, I'm a, I, I guess I'm just a little bit. No, I was, I'm saying the opposite. Yeah, I'm a, sp- a bit surprised with that, right? All right, anyways, um, hopefully we don't ever have to worry about that because that would suck yes um but uh all right question number two before we finish we only got eight minutes to go on this cigar so Ooh. make sure you're make sure you're, sure you're uh, tasting and smelling it tasting as much as you and smelling can. and touching <laughs> i can i can't hear it though but um i can see it um all right here we go this one we've got into we've got into this conversation many many <laughs> times in dojo studios yep. and and it's funny is you get such a wide variety mm. of answers in this one now, I don't know if we will tonight on the show, but typically when we ask people, you get all kinds of different answers. Um, so here's the question. When, how far off into the future, will flying cars be commonplace? How far? So here's your, here's your, here's your possible answers. Zero to five years. Obviously, that's, you know, could be at this point, any time. Five to ten years. 10 to 100 years, or will it be more than 100 years off? Emmett, what are your thoughts on that? It's got to it's be C, 10 to 100. Oh. Um, there's just no way in the next 20 years that we see flying cars. I mean, we don't even have... And they have to be somewhat commonplace. Yeah. I mean, because right now, now they, they have... Remember, yeah, guys, there's, there's, this is not going to be an actual flying car. It's going to be a drone. A drone. Some sort of drone, but Still, it's, it's going to be a large drone. Just think about the FAA, like... Red tape behind making that happen, like it would be insane. It would have to be all, all automated. Like the the, the driver wouldn't be able to control it at all. So, and we don't even have self-driving cars yet that are 100 percent reliable. So, like, think about the the development time that's been on that. I think and it would we be harder even... to program a self-driving car than a drone. Why is that? Because in the in the air, you can make that thing do whatever it needs to do as long as it doesn't crash. I guess if you build it with the idea the that car, all the drones can like, talk to, to each other, managing, you know. Pedestrians and turning and uh, yeah, like it's the, the traffic, road, the, road, the, the light, road. traffic lights, all everything. Like in the air, you just have to. This thing has to take off, and then 
doesn't really matter what now, happens. After drones that. already. Now you you are a drone guy. I have a drone. Yeah, and so it can sense like if it's too close to a building yeah, yeah. and all that. I've also crashed them. Right. <laughs> so, but remember but, how fast technology can uh, evolve. Yeah, but you're dealing with like life and death with a flying car. Like I just don't. It's not gonna be any time. Think about every sci-fi movie that's that's taken place in the future has been wrong. Every single. But one. now we're talking about from right now. I know where we are now. Because every at every point in time since the you know invention of the car, people have been asking this question. They're always like, "Oh, it's in the next you know twenty thirty years," and we're still saying that now. It's just not just not gonna happen anytime soon. Scott, now I know Scotty, you are up on technology. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tractor technology. What 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 do you think, uh, Scott? What's what would your answer be? I definitely agree on the drone part because I don't see any way. If you've driven in the traffic out here, you will realize that that will never work in the air, and it's just going to be mass casualties and carnage everywhere. <laughs> You're such an optimist. I am. I am. But it's like in the drone technology where it's automated, kind of a plug-and-play system, I say 10 to 100 years, and I'm leaning more towards that 10 to 20-year range. Yeah, I was going to say, put a number on it. You know, I'm going to say probably 15 years from now. Okay. I Where you could actually see it in actual... I'd like to put a wager on that. I, I'm oh, a you can't imagine how much I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, just, I would like Thanks, to go Scott. back to this moment and just see how things shook shook out. Right. Right. I I'm gonna surprise you guys, and I'm gonna say f- between five and ten years. What? From now. Yeah, I think. And here's what here's what it's gonna look like. It's not you're not gonna have a car, Emmett. And well, I'm. Then it's not commonplace. No, no, it will be. And I'll, let me just let me all finish. Right, all right. Um, <laughs> it'll be sort of like these un unmanned Uber things that you order up on your phone, and so it'll take off from wherever it takes off. Mm. It'll come. It'll pick you up. And you'll go now. So everybody's not going to have one. That isn't I the see. commonplace I'm thinking. Okay. It'll be commonplace in that if you want to take one, you you'll be able to take one. Like you'll be able to just dial it up on your phone. Okay. Uh, U- Uber Air. It's going to be called Uber, Uber Air. Air. All right. You know, trademark. you'll just you'll yeah trade uh, trademark that. Uh, Uber Air. It'll just pull up and you'll hop on and you'll go. Now. So, and I would lean. It's. I would lean towards the latter part of the <laughs> five to ten years. So maybe I'm just going to say 10 years from now it'll okay. be commonplace. Right. Sar- Sarge Nubs is saying we can't even navigate roundabouts. And my <laughs> yeah. point is exactly. the op- that's a good point. a good point towards yeah. the flying cars. Where you take as much of the human error out of this as possible, the better. The better things are going to work. Uh, um, Ma- Matt, what do you think real quick? And what's, what's Matt's thought on this one? I, I think, yeah, 15 to 20 years. All right. So you're see. in that... Uh, Category three. I'm going to guess that that's probably going to win this one. Yeah, probably. Uh, uh, I have to go. I mean, I, I'm closer than a lot of you guys, but I'm going to say it's going to be 10 to 15 years, so I have to get lumped into the 10 to 100-year category, I guess. Now, Jordan, you asked your wife this question. No, I asked her <laughs> <laughs> when there'll be self-driving cars. Oh, uh, that's right. And she said, uh, probably year 3,000. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I was going to, like, I mean, they already pretty much have them. Like, I, I would say, like, five years. Like, <laughs> And which, they already do have these self-flying cars, drones. True. Well. They're just right. not commonplace. 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 Right. All right. So what does the audience think, Jordan? Where, right. where are they s- ah. sitting on this? Nobody thinks it's going to be zero to five years. Okay. Uh, not not one not one vote for that. Not a single vote. 
Then we got five to ten years, five percent. Okay. Then we've got the winner is ten to a hundred years, kind of as you'd expect, and then uh, with sixty-eight percent, and then more than hundred years, twenty-seven percent of people. All right. So there I think go. everybody is. You gotta you gotta remember, change happens gradually, and then all at once. Mm. We could be right before that all at once portion. That was very, very profound, Jordan. Deep. Oh, man. Very profound. Man, I'm profound. I know. <laughs> uh, well, I, I think that um, I'm kind of... Now, here's, here's, a, here's a sort of a quickie side question before we rate these cigars. Right. Um, do you feel comfortable with the self-driving vehicles that we have now? Emmett, could you see yourself, mm. you know, like just sitting back and letting the thing do its... I would really like to, but... It scares the life out of me. Like, and there's there's situations where I'm driving myself, and I'm like, how would an automated car know what to do here? Like, like mm. when the when it's raining and the the lines are faded on the road, like you just you're just flying by the seat of your pants. Like, how's a car? How's an automated car gonna know not to kill you in this scenario? Now, don't you feel though, a little bit back to Jordan's point that that lends itself a little bit more to the flying car technology because that would mm. take that out of it. Yeah, I could see that. I, I would mean, take that out of the it's equation. A, it's a valid point. You know, I'll give him that. Everything would know like a certain elevation. Everything would, yeah. you know, there's uh, all these different elevations that the vehicles could. Yeah, take. if they all if they can all talk to each other, they'll be talking all coordinated. They yeah. never hit each other. Yeah, yeah. Well, planes have crashed each other too. So. Yeah, rather those self flown. <laughs> very, very rarely. <laughs> very rarely. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, we're getting. We're winding down. So you guys, uh, give us some final thoughts, Jordan, on your uh, cigar that you're smoking. All right. Um, Oh, it's pretty similar. Um, if I had to guess, I would say maybe Nicaraguan Puro, um, some sort of Habano Oscuro type wrapper. Um, either that or I feel like it smelled like a San Andreas, but it's not smoking like I would expect a San Andreas to smoke. I would guess a Nicaraguan Puro. Uh, it's 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 pretty full-bodied. Uh, I'm liking it. Um, bittersweet kind of flavors, yeah. Do you think you've had it before? Probably, but I, I don't know why. I just, because I smoke a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so mine, uh, before George, we won't, we'll rate them at the very end when the timer goes up, but mine is a pepper bomb. Lots of white pepper, black pepper on the retrohale. Uh, it's got some strength to it. Um, still a lot of those earthy notes. Um, I would say there is, it's, it's got to be Nicaraguan. I mean, that would be my guess. It tastes very, very Nicaraguan. It's either it's either a Nicaraguan puro or has a lot of Nicaraguan in it. Um, would be my my gut feel. Uh, although the um, you know there is like I said that wet concrete earthiness to it. Um, I like it. I I wouldn't say that I I love it, uh, but I'll save my rating. Uh, for a minute, what do you think of yours, Emmett? What 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 do you think it might be? Or you know, it's what really country? It's really good. I I feel like I've probably had it before, but I'm not 100 percent positive. It, it tastes kind of Dominican to me. Like it's not it's not overpowering. It's not too spicy, but it's really well balanced. Um, I feel like maybe it's like made uh, by Altidus, something like in that range, like a one of their Monte Cristo, something like that. It's really good. Um, that's probably as far of a, as a guess as I can give it. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and rate these bad boys, Jordan. Um, right. We'll start with you. Uh, from uh, by the way, there is the, the um, uh, we can't rate you can't rate both cigars the same. Mm. Ooh. So you can't give them both a ninety. 
you have to give them something different. Not not all of us, just your own two. All right. So, um, Jordan, what would you uh, rate that uh, one out of 100? It would be between a 90 and a 91. Really? And that's that's pretty, pretty good. So now, I'll, for Jordan, yeah, that's, that's really high. high. That's pretty good. Uh, I'll go 90. Jordan's going to rank that a 90. I am going to... Um, I feel like this cigar... I know the kind of guy that this appeals to, and they would love it. There's, there's a, types of guys... Uh, for instance, the guys that really liked the Protocol K9 that we did. Mm. And, and I like that cigar, but it's... It's so strong and so peppery that's not really in my wheelhouse so much. Interesting. I sort of feel like this is similar to that in that um, super peppery. Uh, and so I'm going to go, for me, I'm going to go an 88. All right. So it's definitely a good cigar. There's no question. It's, yeah. a, it's a solid cigar. But it, as far as my tastes go, can't put it up into that 90 range. Um, so I'm going to go 88 on this. Emmett, what would you say? About that, I'm gonna give mine. Uh, I'm gonna give it an 89. It's got a really good balance. That's like the the thing that strikes me most about it is it's balanced. It's really nothing's too overpowering. Um, it's it's got you know some subtle transitions. So far, we're not too far into it, but you know it's starting to change a little bit, which is nice to see. Um, and it's got a good a good uh, aftertaste. Like it's it's really solid. But um, I'll say an 89. Yeah. Oh, so we all gave him different uh, ratings. Mm -hmm. uh, What'd you go we, now? We can duplicate over each other. Yes, not. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. Right. But what did you give yours? Ninety-one, Jordan. No, ninety. Ninety. All right. So let's let's reveal, let's reveal what Jordan's is. All right. Jordan was spot on with the San Andres wrapper, um, uh, even though he didn't quite commit to it. I didn't commit. It is the, <laughs> that is. It the smelled like the San Andres, so I was like, ah, but it's, it was so toothy. Like, so yours is the uh, Underground Ten. Oh, and it's actually right. the, it's actually the one from the freestyle pack that they sent. Uh, not Which not I'm entirely because it was unbanded already, but <laughs> yeah, it saves you a little time. Right? Yeah. I I liked that this size, not just by this one I'm smoking now, but just by previously. I like this size better than than uh, the Corona Viva, which I usually like more. Did you think the ones they sent in the freestyle pack were better than the ones that came out later? Yeah, I did. I did too. Yeah, that's why I, I wanted you to see what that one. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. All right, Emmett, you can uh, reveal my right. pepper bomb. Uh, let me know what. Uh, Yours what was I'm smoking. Uh, number three, right? Yeah, number three. Yours is the uh, Trinidad Espiritu number two. Oh, I like that cigar. I do too. I smoked that That's the other night, up. and I didn't. I didn't think it was that strong. So I'm surprised that you thought it was super strong. But yeah, me too. Um, I, that's really, really interesting. Yeah, I so I, I really enjoyed it. It's made by AJ Fernandez. It's Nicaraguan. It's the Brazilian Arapiraca wrapper. Right. That's hard to say. Uh, but it's got yeah, it's got Brazilian tobacco in the filler and the wrapper. So I would have never because I smoked that cigar a lot. I've smoked that cigar. 20 times. Yeah. And I've always enjoyed that cigar a lot. It's good. I don't remember it being a pepper bomb. Yeah. But right now, it's hitting me. you smoke me. the number two, the, sec the new one, that many times? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I think I like the original, the number one, that came out a year or two ago a little bit better. Okay. But I do like this one a lot, too. Okay. Maybe not 20 times, Jordan. <laughs> don't. <laughs> I feel, do, I feel do, like it's like two times. You gotta be, <laughs> <laughs> you got to be so specific. <laughs> All right, I keep a, a spread. So, so I, I keep a spreadsheet on. I gave on that an eighty-eight. Smoking. An eighty-eight. <laughs> You're such a jerk. All right, Emmett, I'm going to reveal All to right, you. What do you got? I'm going to reveal to you what you're smoking. You and you were pretty close. Yeah. I mean, you were in the ballpark. Okay. With the um, 
where you were going with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are smoking the uh, Buffalo Trace. Ah, okay. The Buffalo Trace cigar. Interesting. Does that surprise you in, in any way? That uh, it, that does surprise me. Yeah, I haven't. I have not smoked this yet. Okay. So, yeah, it's pretty good. Like, I would have written that off that cigar off as gimmicky, and but it's solid. What did you go? Eighty-seven. Eighty-nine, I think. Yeah, eighty-nine. Yeah. So it was eighty-eight, eighty-nine, ninety. Oh, right, right. This is how we rank those. All right, folks, uh, this show is sponsored by JR Cigars, one of the world's largest online cigar stores. JR's inventory ranges from everyday bundled cigars to incredibly high-end boxes, plus a large selection of cigar accessories. This year, JR is celebrating their 50th anniversary. They'll be celebrating all year long with amazing promotions, contests, sweepstakes, and several limited-run projects with some of your favorite manufacturers. Join JR in celebrating 50 years of excellence and stock up on your favorite cigars today. All right, this is episode 304 of Smoke Night Live. We are chatting with none other than Emmett Malone from Blind Man's Puff. And not only that, we're blind smoking cigars. Blind. This is what you guys do on your website every this, day. This is the thing that Luciano you Luciano just said he's at Denver Airport. La- last week, we interviewed Matt Booth from Denver Airport. Well, t- <laughs> Luciano, <laughs> just come on over. <laughs> I know, on. just hit us up. Get over just here. Get, jump on an uh, Air, uh, Uber Air and pop on <laughs> over. <laughs> I got to say, Luciano is like the nicest guy <laughs> ever. I, I love that, man. He is, a, good, he is a great guy. Um, I'm right. excited about that new cigar that uh, he's coming out with. Um, is it the ATL, ATL? cigar? Yeah. Yeah, yeah in cool. fact, I, I t- just today, I said... Hey man, if he's involved, I want to. Yeah, tr- I want to try it. Put his name. He's a name that is recognizable now. Yeah, isn't that something? Like he came on like a, he came on like a wrecking ball. Like a banshee. He's literally the Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Screaming banshee. He's literally the Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Miley Cyrus uh, of the cigar industry. Miley. I'm not Lucci- sure if he'll like that. But um, all right, I so do. let's get into our, our second cigar. Um, I will describe mine first. This looks like a very reddish Colorado color. Another Toro. Uh, very oily looking. I love the look of this cigar. I'm already excited about it. Start the timer. Um, start the timer now, and we can fire them up. Uh, what are you seeing on yours, Emmett? It's a nice Corona size. I really like the size of this cigar. It's uh, it's a little bit darker than the previous one. Um, I'd still probably put it in the. Uh, it's, got, it's got a little tooth on it. Maybe like a maybe a curl horn wrapper. But we'll have to see once I light it up. Uh, it feels solid. Like it's really really well packed. It's got a good uh, good heft for a Corona. So I'm excited. All right, Jordan. What are you uh, seeing out of your, out of your second? Well, this one seems to have just sort of a classic Colorado hue to it. Uh, looks very nicely rolled. Uh, it's got a solid, almost that kind of paper mache feel that you were talking about. Um, let's cut it up. Let's do it. We're lighting them up now. All right, so. Just on first light, uh, this is a little bit more in my wheelhouse. A um, lot less of that white pepper and and whatnot. This is more. This is more cabinet spice. Just, I mean, obviously, this is my first, the very, 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 very first part of it. But uh, a lot of cabinet spice, which I, I tend to like. Um, I love the oily look of the tobacco. I'm always a sucker for that. Like the oily kind of almost feel like you could just take your finger and run it across there, and you'd. You'd get some oil on your finger. Like, I love the way this cigar looks. Mm. This is real good. I'm getting like a, I don't know if I've ever said this before, but like a rye bread kind of taste to it. Mm. It's interesting. 
Rye bread, that's a good description. Yeah, I don't know if I've I don't know if I've ever picked that out of a cigar before, but that is what I'm getting right now. All right. Um all right, so let's get into another question. Uh for the folks. Uh, these are uh, uh some of these are sort of more interesting than mm. other ones. Mm. But um the I'm next gonna... question for the audience. Any uh, by the way, Jordan, anything off your first uh your first uh, oh, I was just, just gonna say I'm gonna be toasting this thing for the next yeah. twenty minutes, so it's just what it he takes does. Jordan an entire bottle of uh, butane to toast a cigar. He usually gets it down <laughs> to the final third. Uh, Scotty, <laughs> yeah, uh, first third goes puffs. up in ash. That's what happens there. <laughs> and he has his starting lighter for the toast, and then he has his finishing lighter for the actual. Well, yeah, you go. Light. You people talk, describe cigars in thirds, and I just describe my lighters in thirds as well. <laughs> <laughs> First lighter, second third. I actually do really like starting out with a torch flame and then like puffing it with a soft flame. I love that. Yeah, now that is that's, that's second that's level. Next yeah. level. That's bougie. That is bougie. I do that that's in my uh, in my little smoking cave at home. I have a lighter that does both. Mm. I like this. Very good. Um, all right. Uh, the next question, uh, question number three. Emmett, if you had a time machine. Oh, boy. But this time machine only had the ability to go back in time mm-hmm. or forward in time. Which of those directions would you choose and why? So I guess this would depend on if you believe you can change the past or not. So I don't know. That, that we that, don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So if you, if you could change the past, I might I might go back and like... You know, kill Hitler or something, but I don't know. I, Baby Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> Baby Hitler. <laughs> Easier. Baby Hitler's been a topic on the yeah. live before. Yeah. And see. No, I'm going to go future. Future's too cool. I, I got to see what the, what the future's like, and then hopefully be able to come back here and go back to the same place and invest in whatever stocks are. <laughs> crypto? Yeah. Yeah. Find out which cryptos are you still, could bring, still you around. Could, you well, could, you, if you're going to take, take that angle, you got to go in the past. Then you... Well, it depends if you can change the past or not. Because if you can't feed yourself information, what's, well, the, what's the point? I mean, assu- we should assume that you can in this I would scenario, right? S- I would say, well, no, I that's, mean, that's just not Just by necessi- going into the past, you've already changed it. So right. that, that, I feel like, negates that even that question. I think that that is why that answer alone, in fact, I, I'm going to sort of disagree with you in a sense. Because, Emmett, if I knew that I could change the past, I wouldn't want to go into the past. And I'll tell you why. Because if I could change the past, then that might mean that I don't have my family. I mm. don't meet my mm. wife. I don't right. have the this, this kids might come out different, like a different sperm. Yeah, that's you know, why it, it made it in there. That's why know? I changed my answer to future. Because yeah, uh, once you start messing with the past, that's... Yeah, guys. that scares yeah. me. Yeah. Like, I don't want to... I wouldn't... I like my life so much. I love my yeah. life so much. That I would be too scared to accidentally ruin it. Yeah, but if you can go in the future, you can accomplish all those same, you know, goals and things to invest in. And but there's also a sad side to that too, and the sad side to that is, like, depending on how far you go into the future, you're going to see things that maybe you would have never seen, or that or you're going to change the future by their knowledge bringing it back. Oof. That's a tough it's one. It's a conundrum. Jordan, what would you do? <laughs> I was going to say past until you d- 
did that little speech. You lose your family thing. Yeah. It's kind of hard to swallow. See? Right, because if you go in the past, I mean, I would, I would buy Apple stock in the 90s, <laughs> right. and I would use parlay that and buy Bitcoin in, like, 2009, mm-hmm. and, you know, the rest is history. Yeah, right? but there's <laughs> even easier ways to do that. You could just go back in the past and, like, you know, uh, bet, like, you know, three million dollars on a Super Bowl. That how you knew it was going to come out. Like mm-hmm. it would be so easy, right? Everything would be easy. Sure, all those things. All of those things. Scotty, what would you but, do? But yeah, yeah, I gotta go f- future. It just it would be cooler anyways. Let's see what they got. All right. So here's the thing. Here's the question that I want to ask you guys. Now you put this out here, and I'm taking this in a different way. Okay. If you had a time machine that could only go in one direction now does that mean once you've jumped mm. back or yeah you're stuck forward, oh you're yeah, stuck you, now you stuck? have to live Ooh. out from there oh, you're, I didn't, if you're I didn't stuck then there needs to be a third option because i'm not going you're you're just you're not, not gonna not do going. Either. i'm not giving up what i've got right now mm. for the past or the future what, if you, what if you could be. take your family with you Ooh. go back to the 50s see now there's a different one uh-huh. see now that's a different concept <laughs> if i could take my family with me that'd be pretty cool and back it up and then do that then you go back in time yeah, then you go backwards. Okay. So, so and n- I'm not saying big leaps. You're talking, you know, back it up 15 years. All right. How how far back would be a reasonable amount of time? Mm. Like I would I think like living, you know, in the 40s would be like a cool era. Like do you Oh yeah. Can you think of an era that might be fun to I feel like I should have lived in like the seventies. I feel like disco and like leisure suits would have really fit me well, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I, <laughs> yeah. I think so too. <laughs> I know for a fact that Jordan would go to the eighteen hundreds because he's ah. essentially that's his personality right now. And then you would die of dysentery. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but you'd be so smart. <laughs> you'd be like, Hey man, I know how to fix this guy's you just got a little we gotta invent penicillin real quick. No, um, you mean I get like a ruptured uh what did Matt have? A ruptured spleen or something the other day? Appendix? Yeah. Boom. Dead. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what did the audience think, Jordan? All right. Here we go. In, going into the future is 38%. Oh. Going into the past is 63%. So it's pretty close. I mean, that's actually closer in percentage-wise than you might think. Like, oh. it isn't, that isn't Well, I mean, wide. we were... Tossing up the pros yeah, and cons. yeah, like, that's a tough. Depends one. on all the variables. Like, oh, can you bring your family? I guess, I guess the, all those details would would change it dramatically. All right, uh, here we go. This is a fun one. I know that right. I know that you like I know that you like superhero <laughs> movies. I do very much. Emmett, and I think everybody's asked this question at, at a time, at least once in their lives, with their friends. You know, if you could have a superpower, what superpower? Out of these four choices, would you go with Emmett? Would you like to have the power of invisibility, pervert, <laughs> super strength, pervert, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> ability to fly, <laughs> or the ability to read minds? Oof. Those all sound pretty sweet. The the kid in me is is giving me my answer though. You got to pick flight. I mean, come on. That's <laughs> who hasn't had a dream where you're just like Superman? How about Superman the power just, like, to kill a yak <laughs> from 200 yards away? Thank you, uh, tenacious D. Yeah, uh, I got I to go flight. It's just too flight. cool, too cool to pass up. I mean, and the other ones are cool too, but but don't you think Emmett? Like, 
after just a few, I mean, like we're gonna have flying cars and five. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be I mean, irrelevant. Yeah. Soon. I mean, how, but no, seriously, like it, you know, like after you've flown around for like you know a few days, I'll like, get out of here. Yeah. Nah, that would uh, never get old. You You'd can be, say that about any of these. Yeah. No, I mean, think think of the think. What could you do with flight other than be have fun? Well, what else do you need? Well, like with invisibility, <laughs> I could maybe. I could maybe thwart crimes. You could be I a could super spy, James Bond. I could make the world a better place. Obviously, with super strength, I could prevent a, a dam from but breaking, were, and I could the power save thousands of people. You would have to be naked all the time, right? Like, well, I'm not, I'm yeah, not okay I don't with mind that. that. Like, I mean, that's that's <laughs> totally cool. With me. I'm just gonna post. Uh, <laughs> so Luciano's getting like super deep on the last topic. Still, okay. I'm just gonna post some of his right. comments up here. Scotty, Luciano's what would you pick? Mm. Oh, super strength. All yeah, day, all day, twice on Sunday. And why? What would you do with that super strength? Oh, what wouldn't I do with it? I don't I know. Mean, you seriously, tell me. it's one of those where you could do. I mean, you could do good things. You could help. You know, stop. You know, basically things from falling. Yeah, I mean, it's an it's crazy. I mean, what you could do, you could literally just grab somebody and just chuck them. Just gone. <laughs> just yeah, you, like you, you could find that, that enemy, yeah. and you could be an evil villain too. You could take it to that dark <laughs> side and just be like, "I don't like you." Bye. I and just you know what? And then with that, like you could you could be like a starter on any football team. You know, just kind of pretend, like kind of keep it back a little bit, like people don't really know that, that you're a superhero. Like the ultimate sandbagging, right? Yeah, there. right. Just just literally just, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and they just go flying across the field. All right, Matt. What about you? What would you do? Uh, I I picked super strength, and I was mostly I was thinking because I I would just go to wherever like a bad accident is, and just help traffic out. Oh. I would just pick up. So the you'd like be an EMT. He <laughs> 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 basically be. A, he, what what are, you, what are you in like in like sixth grade when you get the little you know the thing across the this, the crosswalk guy you know. <laughs> yeah. What is that? Uh, I think that's it. Safety yeah. patrol. Safety patrol. Safety patrol. Yeah. Yeah. That would be just like a cars. super safety patrol. Move the cars past the accident. Let people keep going about their day. Just saving people that way. So you'd be like Bruce Willis and Unbreakable. Yes. Yeah. See, I I agree with you though, Matt. I'm with you 100. percent Like you could do so much good with just super strength. Good. You know, you could do all kinds of good. Jordan, did you say you'd fly? You'd be a flight. I guy? gotta go fly. That's that's so that's much. So selfish. Can you imagine how incredibly so fun selfish. that would be? That's selfish. I mean, oh yeah, it'd be, oh, it'd be great for you. Yes. Hey, there hey, goes Jordan. No, you could use your ability to fly to carry injured people instead of flight yeah, for life. You well, still do you stuff. Can, how many people could you carry? You're not super strong. You can just fly. I, I could carry yeah, a, but you a could, person. You could zip into okay. places where they couldn't. You know, you, you know. the burning building. You zip yeah. up there oh. and grab something. Yeah, you, could you totally. guys, this is so selfish. You just want. You didn't even think of that until like five seconds. Well, yeah, I'm, this is for me, this <laughs> superpower thing. I got it. <laughs> I use it. Now, Not, like, invisibility is tempting, but, like, everything you could do with that is illegal, so I don't <laughs> feel like I would be into that. I'm not going to be the villain. Same with the reading minds. Reading uh, minds is a terrible one. Yeah, yeah that one just sounds that's like a curse. A torture. But think about, the, like, the business mogul you could become, like, I know, reading but, your competition's mind. Yeah, but you could never ever have like a normal relationship with like your wife right no probably not it would be so like awful it'd be like you'd be like oh honey no never mind uh, i know uh, and she'd be so worried like because she always would know what you're thinking well, you have to keep it on the down though like you couldn't tell anyone. i know but you couldn't help it you would just be reading minds all the time it'd be horrible yeah, you'd have an advantage in every argument i don't know yeah i already do <laughs> uh, all right what does the audience think jordan How, what does our audience feel 
our audience, those crazy guys. In uh, last place is Super Strength. Oh! Last place? Yeah, what is wrong with strength. you people? Dang, 11%. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but as much as I gloated about that ability to fly is second to last place with 16 percent <laughs> come this on is, this is shocking then invis- i'm shocked invisibility wins with 39 percent oh jeez invisibility we got a second place yeah here. no doubt reading Man. the minds your so, audiences who are the people what? that want to read minds uh, how? Why? Oh, why? Come on. That's a terror. <laughs> That's a curse. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you seen What Women Want? He's miserable. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. That's super interesting, though. We were way off. On, I mean, I am I think I'm right, but It seems still. like we're the opposite of the audience on most of these. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we're not trying to predict what they think. We're just trying to... If I could just read minds, I could. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, would this, I would get this exactly. All right. Uh, this one gets... Uh, I picked one from each major sport. Emmett. Mm. Was the best athlete of all time? Ooh. Now here are your choices. I picked one from the four major sports. You've got Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, Wayne Gretzky, or Babe Ruth. Who would you say is the greatest athlete of all time, and why? Those are tough. Uh, they're all fantastic athletes. Like the, I'm a baseball guy, so I kind of want to say Babe Ruth, but. It, I feel like if you put Babe Ruth in a game today, he would just get destroyed. So I probably wouldn't, won't pick him. I'd probably go with Michael Jordan. I'd mm, it's tough not to pick yeah, him. Yeah, how do you not pick Michael Jordan? Just the, the amount of championships, the, I mean, he changed the game. Like, it was just, yeah, I got to go with Jordan. I mean, I think this really, really, uh, I, you make a good point about Babe Ruth. Although, and we talk about this all the time, too, in, in a different era, he would Yeah, different era, for he sure. He wouldn't be all out of shape now. Right. I mean, he'd be... You know, theoretically, he could be, you know, following all oh, the... He would yeah, have learned the same things from the past, just as we do now. Yeah. True. But I, I still can't get away from what you said, and I c- agree with you, that it's too hard to judge him right? Uh, because he was so far, so far, back. So, far yeah. back. so that one's a tricky. So me, to me, this boils down to Gretzky, Brady... Or, or Jordan, and right now we're in the Brady era. Yeah, it's it's hard to make an argument against Brady, it's, but it is. I just but he's hate not him so much. He's not done yet either. I know. So I'm going to throw him out too. Okay, I'm going to throw him out, even though he could very well be the guy. Yeah. It's possible. I mean, look at what he's done. So now, to me, it's between Jordan and Gretzky. Because if you if you look up literally any any record in in hockey in yeah. pro hockey. It's almost always the answer is, is Wayne Gretzky. Right. He's so far ahead of everybody, it's ridiculous. Whereas with Jordan, even though I think he was the best basketball player ever, there are other guys that are sort of close to him. You yeah, know, you've got I LeBron, you you've got Kobe, that are, I think, you know, in the, in the argument, there's really nobody that is in the argument with Gretzky. It was as if he was from the future right. and... and and played in an era and just absolutely destroyed everybody for 15 straight years. So me, I'm going to I'm going to lean towards Gretzky. Jordan, what's your thought? Oh, definitely Gretzky. Easy. Yeah. I mean, you you said it all like his the like his points relative to the other players is not even close in any other sport. Um and you know, he had less championships, but uh you know, he stays with Edmonton, who knows I mean, they would have just kept winning and winning and winning. He almost, you know, did a service by going to L.A. and got America into hockey. And that was, like, one of his greatest 
you know, achievements right there. It was just getting us all into hockey, and we've, uh, you know, it's spawned into what it is today. Uh, I don't know. I'm obviously biased, but. Do we have uh, uh, Scott and Matt real quick? What, are your, what would you guys pick? I'm not good with these kind of questions, so I'm going <laughs> to give it to Scott. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I honestly, I have to agree with Eric on this one completely, and for the exact reasons I was thinking is Babe Ruth, if you took him, of course, and changed it, but you could kind of say that for a lot of different players because if you took Tom Brady and put him back in the 60s, he'd be broken in half. That's a good point. Because football was not the same as it is today. So there's there's differences, so you can take that. But just saying Babe Ruth as it is, as a standalone, I just don't see him holding up. Brady, like you said, I agree completely. You know, excellent athlete, excellent, you know, I'm probably going to go down, if not definitely, arguably the best, you know. But I'm going to have to go Wayne Gretzky just on the stats. Here's another, here's another aspect of Gretzky, uh, not to try to win the audience <laughs> over or anything, but Gretzky did all of this at a time when you could literally – hug, pull a guy down. You could, you know, the, the best offensive player on the team, you could just, you could, you could interfere with them to a great degree. Nowadays, if Gretzky played now, he would even be better. Be even better. Because yeah. he would have even more freedom uh, physically on the ice to do even more. So I feel like with Gretzky, now with, with, with Jordan, um, it's, it's probably about the same. Like, I don't see that being dramatically different, right? And then Scott brought up a good point about putting Brady in, in another era. But like with Gretzky, if you brought him into the into the right now and he had the skills that he had in the eighties right now, he would tear it up just the same, if not even more, because he'd have even more freedom to do what he wants to do. Yeah, it's a good point. All right. Uh let's see what the audience thought though. All right. All right, here we go. Uh last place is Babe Ruth. Six percent. Right. Kind of figured that kind one. Kind of figured. Uh, then Gretzky with fifteen percent. What? What? That's what? I'd expect. Our audience is dumber than I expected. <laughs> then Jordan with fifty-five percent and Brady with twenty-four percent. Wow, Brady. Tom Brady takes it. No. Oh. Jordan won with fifty-five percent. Oh, sorry, I, I missed that. All right, sorry. So Jordan, yeah, uh, yeah, I can't argue with that. That's yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make fun of the audience for that one. Jordan would be my very, very, very close second to Gretzky because he was just so incredibly good. Um, and it, don't you think that there's also a little bit of the fact that when you when you you look back a little bit more fondly on guys when they're not in the league anymore, right? right. You know, kind of like you look back at Elway and you're like, wow, like I wish <laughs> we had him now, right? Like, yeah. so there is a little bit of that going on here too, and I think that works somewhat against. You know Tom Brady, true, yeah, because his career's not over. Yeah, and being a Patriot, so many people just hated him for so long, myself included. So yeah, I know, me too. But then uh, there comes a point when you just can't hate. He can't anymore. He's yeah. just too freaking good. Yeah. All right, final question, and then we will uh, rank these cigars. Uh, by the way, I'm enjoying this. A uh, lot of cabinet spice, uh, sourdough, kind of bread flavor on mine. What are you getting out of yours? I still get that rye bread flavor, but uh, a little more pepper in it now. Um, maybe a little bit of oak in the back end, too. Uh, it's, it's really working well. It's uh, it's stronger than the previous one, which is good. Um, 
Yeah, it's really tasty. Jordan, I'm enjoying it. Uh, this is really good. Uh, caramely cedar. Um, it's got some creaminess to it and uh, like a fresh roast uh, pour over coffee kind of a flavor to it. All right. Real nice. All right. This is the final question. Uh, this is one that we t- we've talked about uh, in great detail in Dojo Studios. And I'm sure uh, <laughs> this, this could go a million different directions. So we had to pick just four possible answers. So I know these aren't all of the possible answers, but these are the ones I think that come up the most common. Um, so here we go. The best geological place that you could flee to in a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Would you want to, A, be on the top of a mountain, B, be in some sort of large clearing, say like a field or a farm where you've got like miles around you, uh, C, a small island surrounded obviously by water is... The definition as islands tend to do. Unless you're on a space island. Or would you want to be somewhere that's bitter, bitter cold? Um, Emmett, yeah. what would you pick? I feel like this kind of depends on what kind of zombies we're talking about. Like, Let's assume these are sort of like Walking Dead style zombies because okay. I think we're all familiar with sure, sure. with those. I think you got to go small island then, um, assuming they can't swim. Um, my my initial like. We've talked about this before. I always thought that you could like just completely fortify like a Home Depot or, or a or a Walmart or something because you got all that food, you got all this stuff to build things and make weapons out of. That's in the so, short time. Yeah, you know, and then yeah, you maybe yeah, maybe you do that out. first, and then you transition to right. a, a small island, something like that, or ideally a small island with a Home Depot built on it. <laughs> there you go. Now, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I feel like we should do. I I can't actually do this poll on the fly, but maybe I could as you guys are answering. Chad Chad says. I need to stop jumping to, from you know, last place to second to last place, then mm. the, then the winner. I, I feel like that's how it's usually done in like America's Funniest Home Videos and whatnot. You you <laughs> you know, if you say the second to last place one, it's anticlimactic because you obviously know who the first place one is. Mm. So you go sec, you go last place, second to last place, first place, and then pull it back. What is Just make it more clear when you're talking. About I, it. I feel like I did. I said well, the, the percentage. <laughs> well, Eric number, and I both missed. Yeah, I said fifty five percent. That's, a, that's, a, that's okay. We're just doing this for the heck of it anyways. <laughs> We're just trying to waste time while we smoke We're these cigars. We're getting into the nitty-gritty of the poll system here. All okay, right. So uh, nobody cares about Now, that. Matt, I'm going to go to Matt on this one first, uh, besides Emmett. Uh, Matt, what do you pick out of those options? Oh, definitely island. You go island? Why? Yeah. Why? I mean, all you, have to, you ha- already have an area to, to secure. You're going to have to secure an area anyways. You know the area. It's an island. It's not likely that they're going to get to the island. And it's not likely that those crazy post-apocalyptic people <laughs> that want to eat you and your babies are going to uh-huh. get there either. Okay. Scotty? Go, Scott. All right. So my ending, I'm going to jump to that right off the bat, and then I'm going to get backstory. So ending, small island. That's where I want to end up. Somewhere, you know, temperate climate where there's agriculture, animals, where you can produce food, things like that. Short term, I'm getting the heck out of any city as fast as I possibly can. Sure. Getting out into the middle of nowhere as quickly as possible, mm. trying to basically gather up. You so maybe know, you go into that clearing. Yeah, you get into that clearing. I'm a Midwestern guy, born and raised. So it's like I'm going back home where there's tons of guns, tons of big game animals, things like that to hunt fish. But it seems like, like you're kind of going in opposite directions. I feel like if you have like a mission, you're going to get to the island. You don't like backtrack into 
Nebraska. Well, you're not backtracking if there's planes. Mm-hmm. You have oh, you have planes now. Well, yeah, of course. Do you know how to Did fly a plane? plane? Did you know how to fly a plane? I'm pretty sure I could figure it the hell out. <laughs> well, if I needed in to. five years, it's going to be flying drones. Yeah, it's going to be Ethan flying Ryden, drones so. anyway. So when the zombies come, we we'll just hop in a drone. I, don't know. I think Scott might be able to figure out how to fly the plane, but could he land it on the <laughs> island? I mean, <laughs> well, I don't know about landing that. Landing is just crashing with style. Yeah, so. that's true. <laughs> uh, Jordan, what are your thoughts? All right. Obviously, best place to be is the island, uh, but you can't get lazy on the island, you know, because. A zombie can find his way onto a boat. The boat just kind of drifts around, and it lands on the island one day. Or maybe they can, like in Pirates of the Caribbean, they can walk under the sea. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, That could be a possibility, too. So you 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 still have to have, like, a pretty group with you, and you patrol the perimeter pretty frequently. Mm -hmm. But that's the number one. Large clearing, number two. You're just sniping them. Bitter cold, number three. Mm. Top of mountain's the worst. Why is that the worst? Because you're just stuck up there. Mm, you gotta, you gotta get stuck food on an island stuff. too. You gotta get food and stuff. Yeah, no, but, but on, on, an island, on an island you can get food. You get there's pigs. You're stuck in a large area where you can, yeah, you get food and everything. On top of the mountain, you're just up there. You're not. It's not like they're up there 24 seven, like looking down with your gun. Like you gotta, you gotta climb back down, and you're still really stuck the whole time with not that good of food options. So for the longest time, I thought the clearing would be the best place. Yeah, and I still think that that's probably number two. But the problem with the clearing is it seems like you're, you'd be in this constant battle. Like, you're fighting every zombie that's possibly on the United States at some point, like, fighting his way to you. That's why I lean towards the island. I go there. I try to clear it. I kill every zombie that's there. And then once I do that, I would have, you know, a, a bit of a fortress, and there'd be bananas. I like the warm climate. Yep. There'd probably be pigs running around that I could shoot and barbecue. So I'm going to go with the... Uh, it seems like that one's unanimous so far here in the studio. Eventually, though, I mean, what if the zombies start washing ashore because they won't die? I mean, if they float... I still feel like... Even if they can't walk underneath, kill. they might float. I Are don't you know. changing your answer? No, no. I'm still going... I mean... Even if they can... It's a slow stream. If they if they can get across, like... You know, you're the only water t- slows you're probably I don't know. What if, what, if a, what if a tidal wave brings a thousand to your island in one shot? Yeah, you're, toast. you're screwed. Yeah, but I mean, I think any of those have, any of these options True. have. True. Uh, I think a, a, an army of them could easily surround the base of a mountain yeah. and then just work their way up. And yeah. What if there was like a Sharknado, but it was filled with Ooh, zombies? Exactly. You know, like yeah. there's any, yeah. anything could happen. <laughs> 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 All right, Jordan, what is the, what is the audience? What do, what do they pick? Let's, let's, let's go to the audience opinion. Audience says last place is bitter cold, 3%. All right. Then in a large clearing, 6%. Hmm. Thought that would do a little better. Then I'm sticking with my method here. The winner <laughs> Chad. is Chad. <laughs> a small island with 83%. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Woo! Small then, island wins. And top of mountain. Uh, yeah. Top of mountain was second? Top of mountain has 8%. Okay. Well, those are all pretty. Those are almost all no votes. Those are almost no, all no votes. So, so I think you know what, uh, Dojo, I'm pretty proud. I think all of us Dojo people and Blind Man's Puff, we could live on this island together. Just you, pick and, one out. you and Zane and yeah. the guys and us and all of the Dojo verse people. You know, we could build little huts and stuff. I mean, we, we should probably just start this now, just in case. Yeah, just, oh, just somebody was wondering what is the bitter cold even for? We didn't even go over that. Oh, well, so that's, the, that's assuming no zombies can live in that bitter cold. Right? So like, it yeah. slows them down. It would yeah. slow them down. Imagine you're in uh, Minot, North Dakota, yeah. and it's you know it's always you know about zero degrees. But you, that you slows would... you down too. 
Yeah, but, but once you get there, but you're, you're in a, you know, you know, you got jacket. You're in a but jacket. But I don't think they play by those rules. Like obviously, they don't. Some of them don't even have muscles on them. They're just basically. Yeah, but it's still it's still physics. Like molecules move slower <laughs> in cold, and so you would think <laughs> it's science, people. It would slow down. You know, like if a zombie can walk, you know, four miles an hour in the bitter cold, he might. Actually, this this does stem from Walking Dead because they've said like the reason that they always show the the seasons like in the summer is because in the winter time they don't have to worry about the zombies too much because mm. they're kind of like slowed down. Gotcha. So like if you were in a bitter cold place, it always be like that. It would just always yeah. be that way. So that that is an advantage. But I hate the bitter cold. So I would be more apt to even if I had to kill more zombies. I just don't want to be in the bitter cold. That's it. <laughs> no matter a what. Valid reason. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we've solved that problem. So now we. Chad all says it's correct. The cold slows him down. He's a doctor. So. <laughs> Chad knows. He's a doctor. Thank you, Chad. See, thank you for va- validating. <laughs> well, see, now we found the perfect one. We just got to find an island yes. that's in a climate region where we get winter. And Plus, has a Home Depot. Plus, and has a Home Depot. See, you know what, guys? It probably uh, exists. Someone find it. Go. Think about this. We could grow our own tobacco there. Ah. We could grow our own tobacco, right. make yeah. our own cigars. Yeah. I'm you thinking know? this needs to start right now. It, uh, I'm thinking, you know, Sensei Island needs to The happen. dojo just buys an island. Yeah. Well, when, when Sensei's crypto comes go. through and he's yeah. making uh, oh, $600,000 yeah. a day. I exactly. Mean, We're just smoking uh, Viaje zombies the whole time. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get to these cigars. Jordan, um... Talk about your cigar, and then we'll go through that real quick, and then we'll I give them a rating. I like this cigar. It's pretty dang good. Medium plus body. Um, almost full flavor. Lots of flavor. Uh, you know, similar notes to what I was describing before. It's got a nice creamy finish. Um, seat clean kind of profile to it. Cedary. Um, a lot of caramel and mostly caramel and, like, uh, freshly roasted coffee beans kind of vibe going on. Um, it almost kind of, it almost seems like, uh, c- like a, like a heavily milked coffee espresso-y type of drink. Um, I would guess, I would guess Sumatra wrapper, mm. uh, probably I'm going to say Nicaraguan filler, but I, I'm not sure. I'm not a hundred percent on that one. Um, do you want me to hold off on the rating? Hold off on the rating. Uh, I'll go to mine. Uh, I really like the cigar, Emmett. Uh, a lot of sourdough notes, sourdough bread. Um, I did have to light it a couple times, mm. um, so there's a, a little bit of that. But uh, I, you know, since we're talking so much, I'm going to ignore that somewhat. But um, when I first started smoking this, I, I said, it, I thought this has got to be Dominican. But then the more I've smoked it, now I'm not really sure. Like I'm, I'm questioning my judgment there. But I would have instantly said like this is like LFD of some sort. That's what I thought, like uh, my first guess. So because it was my first guess, uh, I'll stick with it, even though now I'm questioning that because I do taste some stronger notes now. Maybe some, maybe there's just some Nicaraguan filler in there. Um, I don't know, but um, very good. I, I like it. What, do you, what about you on your, on your little guy there? So, yeah, it's really tasty. That, um, that rye bread taste has kind of faded a little bit, uh, which is sad, but... Uh, the flavors that are around now are still really, really good. It's it's working well together. Some of the, like a red pepper has kind of come through now, and that still has that like oaky uh, flavor towards the back. Uh, it's really good. I, I think it's got to be Nicaraguan. Um, I want to say there's some Esteli tobacco in there. I don't know if it's because I have Luciano on the brain, but it's reminding me of that um, 
that Mildias, the Corona Limited one that they released. I'm not confident that that's it at all, but that's what it's reminding me of. All right. All right, let's get to the ratings on these, Jordan. Uh, what, would, what did you rate your first one? A 90? Uh, 90. So you cannot I use cannot that score. I go 90. Uh, I like this cigar. I, uh, this is in the 91 to 92 range. Mm. Wow. Even better than the first. He's Jordan, than the first. he's the toughest critic, too. Yeah, that's a Apparently solid not. Uh, normally. Normally you are. You know, normally. just let's just, I don't want to be boring. Let's just say 92. Woo. Nice. All right, I'm going to... Um, um, it's, this is definitely better than the first one. I, what did I give? 89? Um, so on this one, I'm going to give this a solid 90. Ooh, a solid mm-hmm. 90 on this one. It's good for you, too. Uh, could, it could peak its way up to 91, theoretically. Uh, if I got deeper into it, obviously, we're, it's a slow burner, so I haven't really got that far into it. So I'm going to give it a 90. All right. I'm really liking it. I'm going to give mine a, a 91, I think. Um, what did you give your first guy? Uh, I think I went 89 for that uh, first one. 89. Yeah, All right, so, so you're giving it a... Two points higher. Two points yeah. higher. All right. Uh, any um, guess as to... Uh, you said it might be... You thought Mel Yeah, it reminded me of that yeah. Mel Diaz, but that's that's about the as close as I get to it. I'm guessing Nicaraguan was with some Esteli tobacco in it. Um, All right. Uh, you can reveal Jordan's. All right, Jordan nailed the wrapper again with the Sumatra. Oh! Uh, so yours is the, the new Monte Cristo Epic Vintage 12. Oh, I remember liking that cigar. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. I haven't had a chance to smoke that one yet. This but, just, uh, it was things. that caramel note that, like, right off the bat, I was like, that's got to be. Yeah. So wow. good, good job. Very nice. That's a uh, that's going to be an interesting release when it finally you know mm-hmm. hits widely. The packaging on that is oh, phenomenal. Beautiful. All right. What did I have? All right. You, sir, had the Davidoff JR 50th. Oh. Yeah. So I was I was spot on with my uh, Dominican Republic. Yeah, you, you got the Dominican. It's yeah. a, all they say about the wrapper is Ecuador, um, the binder San Andres. Uh, it's it's a thirty three dollar cigar. So wow, I think that's the only reason they're still available is that price tag. They're they're really good, <laughs> but like that that price is hard to swallow. Now I th- this to me doesn't have the typical Davidoff profile. Um, I mean I did taste that 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 sort of dr note, but. I feel like it's a it's a bit of a more of a it's a it's a bit more bold than many Davidoffs. Yeah, I, I that's not in my favorite Davidoffs that I've smoked. I still thought it was good, but I wasn't I wasn't wild about it like I am some other Davidoffs. Very good. All right, uh, let's get to Emmett's. Emmett's, yours is not a new cigar. All right, but you are smoking none other than the original. Sober oh, Mesa. Oh, Sober Mesa. Yeah. Holy smokes. Wow. Well, Steve Saka, Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, Sober Mesa. What do you think oh, about that? Go. Does that shock That's you, surprise you that, at all? You it doesn't surprise me that I still like it. No, <laughs> and you, you really pretty much had the, the yeah, profile. Yeah, the, the blend description, yeah, yeah. Was, was there. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's really good. Mm. Very interesting. So, uh, so boys, uh, blind, blind smoking these, it's always... Uh, you just you're 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 just never sure. Like, am I am I wrong? Am I am I second guessing so myself? Am I, you <laughs> know? It's tough. What was the uh, uh, what's the the rest of the makeup on this one? Because I, I, mm-hmm. I wanted to almost say I was going bet- back and forth between Nicaragua and, and Dominican. All right, so but I couldn't make up my mind. All it says is Nicaraguan binder Dominican fillers. That's the only other okay. info given. Right. There you go. Yeah. But all the fillers came from the same harvest twelve years ago. So that's the. The selling point. Okay. 
All right, boys. Very, very interesting. Another uh, uh, fun blind review night. Emmett, thank you for joining us on Smoke Night Live, my friend. Thank you for having me. Tell folks where they can uh, find your blind reviews. Blindmanspuff.com. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, new reviews. And they can uh, also follow you on social media. Blind Man's Puff, just... uh, Yep, at Blind Man's Puff. Search that. All the social medias. All the social medias. (laughs) All those. Uh, All right, uh, folks. Wednesday night... Flavor Odyssey returns. It's the challenge season. And uh, this week's challenge is mint julep. So, uh, in fact, the first four episodes are all uh, whiskey or bourbon cocktails. We sort of argued about that the other night on the show. Whiskey or bourbon cocktails. This particular one is one of Jordan's favorites, uh, the mint julep. Mm. So, um, uh, just real quick, Emmett, if you were challenged to pair... So, the idea with this season is... You got to come up with the cigar that you think pairs best with a mint julep. Does anything jump julep. out at Ooh. you for a mint julep? What are the ingredients in a mint julep again? So you've got uh, whiskey, you've got lemon, you've got mint, you've got some simple syrup. Uh, Jordan usually puts bitters. Bitters, egg white, right? Don't you use egg no, white? No, not in a mint julep. Oh, okay. I have no idea why, but the the warped sky flower comes to my mm. mind that that would pair well with mm. that kind of that floral note, but it's not going to be overpowered. I don't know. Yeah, I can't say what Jordan will do because that'll be a surprise. But uh, yeah, so we'll see how that goes. So everybody, grab your mint juleps. Uh, the recipe is in the Dojo Verse. If you go to the Flavor Odyssey group, we have a link to all the recipes. So if you can follow the recipe for the mint julep, semi close, that kind of helps. And then um, you know, audience, you guys find the cigar that you think pairs best with the mint julep, and uh, we'll talk about that on Wednesday. That'll be a lot of fun. Uh, next Friday night, a week from tonight, Jordan and I have a family wedding to attend, so we will be gone. There will be no Smoke Night Live next Friday night. Uh, we'll be up at uh, Estes Park, Jordan. Nice. Throwing I'm some throwing axes. throwing axes, probably. We're going to be shooting some uh, archery. Is That's that awesome. how you say that? Shooting archery? Stringing Maybe? archery? I don't know. Hey. Flinging, not an archer. So. Slinging, uh, flinging arrows? Slinging arrows? Yeah. Slinging arrows? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We're going to be doing all that kind of stuff. It's going to be fun. Um... So, yeah, we're going to be at a wedding all weekend long up there, having a good time. So we'll miss you guys uh, a week from tonight, but then we'll, uh, we'll jump back uh, the week after that with a big, huge... By the way, uh, really, really pay attention to uh, CigarDojo.com this coming week because there's going to be a big announcement probably on Tuesday. So look forward to that, folks. Uh, Tuesday-ish, hopefully on Tuesday, you'll see some really exciting news coming from Cigar Dojo. Until next week, remember... Never, Never smoke, smoke alone. alone. We'll see you guys Wednesday. I mean, is it fast? Oh, it's fast. What about the options? What about the options? It's got all the options. But, like, what about price? It's got to be expensive. Not expensive at all, man. JR's got the greatest deals on cigars and accessories. Check it out. Oh, wow. Look at these. Oh, look at that deal. It's a good price. What are you guys doing with my car? Your car? I thought this was your car. I thought it was your car. Why would it be my car? I don't know. It's not again. We'll get out, but I'm taking this with a JR on the go. No matter whose car you're in, JR Cigar is there for you.